Yas Queen! Hello, 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 and welcome to our first ever Quarren Queens podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. So, I'm Katie. <laughs> oh, God, this sounds very formal. Uh, I'm Matthew. It's taken us a long kind of road to get here. A it lot has, of, a lot of planning. A lot of redesigning the living room. <laughs> yeah, where are we at the moment, Katie? We're actually under our dining room table, which I'm pretty <laughs> pleased about because it has now given us motivation to clean under the dining room table more yeah. often. Um, we do live together, so this is allowed. We, are, we share one dining room table that we are uniting under. We are one household. We are one household united in podcast. <laughs> Um, we're both teachers as well, which I think actually is quite important that we label. We're yeah, absolutely. We're in the key of... worker crew. Yeah, the front line, so to speak. Yeah, so some of our experiences are partly based on that, and obviously that means we're not sharing the kind of twenty four seven lockdown feeling because mm. we are in and out of work. Okay, so Corin Queens, tell us a bit about it. Me? Yeah. Quarantines. Well, we came up with the idea because we think, obviously, going into a second lockdown, um, obviously part two, that it's a good idea just to all be part of it together and find ways of supporting each other. And, you know, we just hope uh, our podcast and our like Instagram page, our social media gives people something to smile about and um, to support each other in these very <sighs> strange and challenging times. You sound like Dumbledore. Oh, thank you. So you'll be able to get on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, what else? Spotify, the big Spotify. one. Spotify. My favourite. The fave. Ooh, nice little variety there as well. Yeah, a good variety. So you should be able to find it anywhere, wherever you listen to your kind of regular podcasts. And every episode is going to be out on a Sunday. Yeah. Basically, the values of the podcast are three things. Three Ps. The three Ps. Triple this P. is your idea. Cheeky Triple bit P. of alliteration. Yeah, so we want to make this accessible to everyone. I think that's quite important to us um, so that, you know, any age group can listen because all age groups are going to struggle with this. Absolutely. Uh, this period. So our three Ps are no politics, no profanity and no personal info. So obviously we're going to share personal experiences but not going to give you too much info on who we are. No, that will be limited. But I think it's important that we share our journey and that everyone else shares their journey as well, just so, you know, we can get through this time together. I think that's really valuable and important. Yeah. So our social media is Quarren Queens Pod. Pod on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. And thank you to our first 100 followers. That's amazing. We really appreciate it. Week one of lockdown. Week one of lockdown. How have you found it, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> Got to stick to those three Ps here. Um, it's It's been a mixed bag. Mm. Lots of uh, interesting events and not so interesting events in the mm-hmm. world and at school and things. It's been, yeah, it's, it's been a, a bizarre has week. It, and compared to like lockdown one, how have it, like at the initial start of lockdown one, how does this one compare to that, do you think? I think we had a weird build up time, didn't we? We sort of had that mm. lead time from Saturday to Thursday to panic about it and build it up in our heads. So and we... to like say goodbye to everyone. Yeah, and... whereas last time it was kind of like, you know, that iron curtain suddenly came down and we were all locked in. Instant really, wasn't it? Yeah, so I don't know, the pulling down of the shutters, so to speak, from Saturday to Thursday threw me a bit, I think. Mm. Um it kind of heightens that that anxious feeling. I think there's still a bit of a sense that that people don't quite understand why this lockdown's yeah, happening I in the way it is. I'd agree with that. But you know, we're here. This we're is the here. situation. We are gonna 
battle our way through it. We're gonna we did thrive. It we did it once. We can do it again, and hopefully, you know, it will just be for the four weeks, and we've just got to break it down and not try and get too overwhelmed. And it, I know it's a very cliche thing to say, but it is literally just one day, one week at a time, because otherwise, you do end up overwhelming yourself, and it's that's not a healthy thing to do. No. Um. So. First, I think we should just kind of say we're no experts. You know, no we expert are just literally, we are literally just sharing our experience yeah. and talking people through it, and to encourage other people to share their experiences as well. And I think that's again really important. Yeah, definitely. So some of these things are just kind of our discussions and our our experiences of the week. Things like life hack, uplifting news stories, some recommendations. We're no expert in any of those things. No, so. they're there, you know, for example, like on our Instagram page, like posting the daily top tips. Those are things that we have tried to do as well and things that we feel have worked effectively in kind of, kind of just keeping us grounded and improving our mental health. And these are things that we tried to do in the first lockdown. going to aim to share with you each week on our podcast some different articles um, and these will be thought-provoking ones ones that we found quite funny and ones that might be uplifting so Katie you had the job of researching this week what have you found please there's a lot of funny news out there I guess people spend a lot more time together <laughs> things go wrong um, things go wrong oh I'm intrigued already I mean this one hasn't gone too wrong but it just actually made me laugh out loud when I found yeah. it I think partly because it made me think of our rabbit, Freddie. Oh. So this is the story of a Labrador that had to have emergency treatment after he ate his entire lead in the space of a 15-minute car journey. <laughs> now, now, to give you a bit more context on this, um, the Labrador in question is quite large. Oh. Um, I would say this might not be the first time he's eaten something he shouldn't have. Oh. Bless him. Um, bless. So apparently nothing but the metal end of this lead was left, and a team of specialists had to work... To recover the the lead, which had been chewed into neat five centimeter strips. Oh, at least okay. It's like a factory. That, that, that does sound very much like something our Freddie would do. To be fair, oh, our little rabbit. <laughs> he's he's a chunker, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's gorgeous. Um, so yes, this dog is Max. His owners are Brian and Christine. Um, luckily, Max is absolutely fine. But Matthew, look here at this picture, please. Oh, that is a large dog. That is a large dog. A very large it Labrador. It might need some kind of diet there. Very cute, very cute, very funny. I liked that. Thank you for sharing. We thought we'd add a life hack. Life hack? <laughs> life hack, Adrian. <laughs> no, do you want to try that again? We thought we'd introduce a life... <laughs> we thought we'd put in a life hack section. I had the job. Thank you, Katie, for given me this role this week of finding a useful life hack and this one I have found is quite random quite abstract but I think it actually could be really useful I think we'll use it all the time in fact we tested it out earlier and it definitely works yeah I was quite impressed actually because batteries are the most annoying thing on earth well let me help you with this life hack then so apparently you can bounce batteries to see if they're good or bad so you can drop them on a table on the floor from about six inches if they give one small bounce and fall right over, they're okay. They've got life in them. They're good to go. If they bounce around any more than that, they're dead or on their way out. Now, I also feel dead and on my way out, Katie. How do you feel? <laughs> I bounce once and fall over. I'm full of life. But I think it's a generally quite good life hack. Yeah, I mean, we had a real search for batteries earlier, didn't we? Oh. And I was, yeah, the podcast nearly didn't happen. You know, but we, we found batteries. We found batteries. We were resourceful. But yeah, so there's our little first life hack. And I think, yeah, 
Do you want to share where we got the batteries from in the end? Because that is quite a great story. Well, I feel like it's your story to tell. Okay, well, so we're frantically searching for AA batteries. Most things in life are AAA now. Uh, so we're searching, searching around the house. The only thing I could find was a Boppet equivalent game called Silly Sausage, <laughs> which is... is uh, As disturbing it, as it sounds. Yeah, it's basically a large red plastic sausage um, that you play Boppet with. So that is eventually where we got the batteries from. I thought, you know, that is less the only important. time. That only time the toy has been useful. Yeah, pretty much. Providing us batteries for something else. Yeah, it's not an essential item, really. No. That one. So there you go. And if you guys know any little life hacks that you want us to share on the podcast next week, then uh, Instagram us or message us. And yeah, we'll uh, try and get some more on there. But for this week, there is your life hack. Right. Recommendation time, Katie. Have you uh, come prepared? I have. I always am. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So I will do a TV show recommendation first and then you'll do the book one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So not many people will be uh, surprised by my TV choice this week. Thanks to BBC iPlayer, we now have full access to the Catherine Tate show. Um, Many of you will know that the Catherine Tate show and their characters play quite a big part in our lives and we end up inhabiting those sort of characters on a Daily basis. Daily basis. Daily basis. Um, so the whole of the three series are available on iPlayer, and obviously they're quite. I don't. I forgot how long ago Catherine Tate was. Yeah. Like the show was like two thousand and like five things like that when yeah. Tony Blair was prime minister. Yeah, it's mad, and uh, it really surprised me the kind of quality because it's flipped from analog to digital. It's yeah, crazy. You, you see it, Can but see that? the uh, I don't think they've aged though. I think no. Uh, I mean, so, some of the uh, some of the uh, content might be uh, a little bit outdated. Outdated. Yeah. Yeah. Good word. Outdated, but still very funny, and I guarantee to make you smile. Um, I think a disclaimer probably should go on that that there is some language that some viewers may find discriminatory. <laughs> yes. Almost certainly. Um. So yeah, it has got some offensive language in. But on the flip side of that. As a series, it is very, very funny and yeah. makes me smile a lot. Um, who are your favourite characters from Catherine, the Catherine Tate show? Mm, <laughs> I mean, we know we know one. I, I think everyone's got the same favourite one, <laughs> haven't they? And, and who is that? And if you don't say Nan from the Catherine Tate show, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I mean, the Nan is just, well, she's absolutely fantastic. Drawing. She's iconic. Yeah, she's iconic. Um, and we end up doing the voice to her an awful lot. We end up speaking like, I mean, yeah. we forget that we speak like Nan an I've awful lot. I've had to really fight doing it at work. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we apologise to our colleagues for all the times that we speak like that and, and don't realise. Slightly worrying, but we'll say, you know, we'll just we'll just go with it. We'll I um I also like the uh, northern worker who is doing the fundraiser pet. <laughs> um, I find her very, very funny as well. Um, can I borrow you a nice green highlighter? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so nice to watch them all again because I haven't watched them in years. No. Like they haven't been, they haven't been around on like Netflix. On no, we we spent trying a little while yeah. lo- last lockdown, lockdown one point yeah. trying to find it, didn't we? And yeah. It was really hard to get hold of. Really hard to get off. But you know what? For now, they're on there. So that is my tea recommendation. Get yourself a nice cup of tea, a few nice snacks. Can't set. promise you won't spit out the snacks <laughs> and laughter, but um, and just enjoy some Catherine Tate. And it's such like easy watching the like thirty minute episodes, and um, yeah, just. A nice reminder of how talented Catherine Tate is. I think she's an absolute icon. Okay, I've got a few book recommendations this week. Oh, a few. Yeah, a few. Um, my first one is a bit out there, and I guarantee a lot of you know the story, 
probably haven't read the book, and that book is Peter Pan by <gasps> J.M. Barry. Oh, I the love... novel version. Yeah, I remember when you read this, and you were absolutely in awe of it. I am completely in awe of it. Um, some of the kind of prose in that book is so beautiful, ne- not necessarily for the language or the technique of it, but just for the sheer content of it. There were some gorgeous pieces of writing about um, family and mothers and friendship and being young, and it was just and so family and friendship, especially in lockdown, particularly important. Yeah, and the the whole book just le- left me walking away with a real sense of nostalgia. And it was just so like heartwarming. It's a kid's story at the end of the day, but it was so much to it. And mm. you can read between so many lines with that but book. But those are the types of books that are just so powerful, those that can make you or take you back, transport you back into that, that nostalgia, nostalgia of childhood. And... Which is lovely at the moment as well. Because mm. Escapism. It's, it's, pr- it's pure escapism. Lovely. And to a literal another world. Um, another one is actually a book I've just been lent, and I haven't read it yet, but it comes as a recommendation from loads of people, hence why I've just borrowed it from a friend. Um, and that is Wolf Hall by Hilary Mantel, who is one of the best uh, British writers ever, in my opinion. Uh, and this one has, in fact, won several awards. It's also been made into a TV show, um, a star in Mark Rylance, which I know a lot of people out there loved. I'm a firm believer in if there's a book of it, I like to read that first before I watch it. Oh, we're very different. <laughs> <laughs> um, but So I, I'm going to hold off on watching that until I've read the book. And I've but just... you read books quite quickly, so I don't think... It... You oh, won't be know. waiting long. Wolf Hall is about 600 words, uh, six hundred pages, so... I... 600 pages? Yeah, it's a long one. I was going to say, if it's 600 words, you're cracking that out in the next hour. <laughs> yeah. like, we I'll can watch on, it tonight. I'll get on it during the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so that would be another recommendation of mine. Um, I, I have also just read Matt Haig's Midnight Library, and I'm a massive fan of Matt Haig, um, and I've really enjoyed all of his other novels. This one for me was an easy read it's light-hearted um it's, it's got an interesting kind of thought-provoking concept it's a bit philosophical which i i kind of enjoyed those aspects but it, you know it's not going to set the world on fire but it was a good little read and a good little antidote for a lockdown as well i think so that's that's worth having a look at so there are recommendations uh for our first week and obviously again if you have recommendations and things you'd like us to share um during this time then just let us know and we can uh yeah collaborate together I feel like it's a high school musical song about Tina. You know, leave my mouth, but we'll, we won't. Uh, together, together, everyone. Anyway, that's enough of that. <laughs> Moving forward. So this week, our film recommendation is drumroll, please. <laughs> uh, Enola Holmes, which is available on Netflix. Now, Katie, we watched this together, didn't we? We did indeed. And. When we watched the trailer, we kind of thought, right, it's going to be one of those 50-50 films. We either love, we're either going to love it or hate it, like Marmite. Um, and we actually were pleasantly surprised, I think you'd agree. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely sceptical to start with with the trailer, but it, yeah, yeah, it was, was not a bad film. It was, a, I thought, a nice film, a good one to recommend, I think. It's a nice family film. Yeah, what I would call a Sunday film. A Sunday film. So, listeners, I'll just give you a brief summary. So, it's about the teenage sister of the very famous Sherlock Holmes, which we'll know from TV, film and book, uh, who goes to London in search of her mother who has mysteriously disappeared uh, the film is very much an adventure yeah and there's lots of sort of surprises and definitely um, definitely there's plot twists isn't there on the, yeah, along the way that was something i really enjoyed actually with the twists which you kind of expect with any kind of sherlock holmes themed 
film or book yeah or TV, it fits you know. it fits that genre doesn't it, it fits, fits the bill it fits, fits the, the bill. bill and there's quite a star-studded cast as well isn't there we've got people like helena bottom carter who we absolutely love uh fiona shaw uh killing eve fame nowadays <laughs> absolutely love it yeah she's incredible millie bobby brown and henry cavill um who's rather gorgeous superman himself superman himself um so yeah we you know it's it definitely was one i wanted to recommend because i think it's a lovely family film and it's definitely one that we enjoyed yeah um yeah definitely and ple- yeah we were pleasantly surprised yeah, by. it's well acted it's got a good narrative all the kind of things you want just for an easy film watch yeah and so that's available on netflix and that concludes my little film recommendation of podcast one thank you so much Okay, it's time to introduce our recipe of the week uh, in true Harry Hill style. So, Katie, over to you, please. Enlighten us with your recipe choice. Okay, so this is a proper family favourite of mine. I've been cooking paella, mm-hmm. paella, for, uh, for my family for quite a few years, actually. And I've sort of been tweaking and working with that recipe for a while. Uh, so I thought I'd share that. Now, I am no expert. Matthew and I like to cook. I mean, you say we like to cook. I mean, I don't mind cooking. Is well, it we're, my f- we're not cookers. <laughs> cookers? <laughs> no, we're, no, we're not, cookers. not cookers. And if I am some kind of cooking uh, appliance, I'd rather be an arger. A little bit more up, cla- <laughs> a little bit more up class, shall like, we say. I like to think of myself as a stove. <laughs> Maybe even a hob. Even a hob. Yeah, no, cooking's okay, especially as teachers. When you get home from work, it is a lot of effort to to cook a a meal from scratch. But we do try, don't we? And yeah. We do our best. We do our best. But you definitely have a passion for for cooking. Mainly, I think I have a passion for food. Like the eating of food. This is also true. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, paella is a nice one to cook because it's a bit of a throw it all in in one pot kind that's of what thing. i like to hear simple which, recipes yeah which i like and that's why i kind of thought i'd share a simple straightforward recipe that's really nice flavorsome you know it's good it's good so paella the secret to it what's the secret the secret to it is burning it what yeah so uh, there's a word for it in spanish and i'll post that with the recipe my spanish is not great so i'm not going to try it but basically on the bottom of a paella you're meant to uh, caramelize the rice the bottom layer of rice so it gives a kind of sweet contrast to the salty chicken chorizo or, or burning rice yeah so it's meant to be caramelized Ooh. on the bottom so you use your seafood broth which you can buy at a lot of like waitrose um, now some people will say that's lazy or cheating but i just say that is using your initiative and your time wisely you kind of boil slash fry off the rice in that Add in your seafood. Now, I would recommend monkfish, squid, your favourites, Matthew. (laughs) Not a seafood fan. Not well. Not well. Or get chicken thighs and chorizo if that's something you'd prefer. Now, see, that is something I prefer. Yeah. So, yeah, I I would recommend a a variety of seafood. I would say mussels are really good to add. They're a bit of a faff, though, and they can be quite dangerous to cook. So you have to be quite careful. (laughs) Enter at your own peril. (laughs) So, yeah, a variety of... Seafood chucked in, cooked up, and then added to your paella with your caramelised base layer of rice on the bottom. And that is really important. And it might feel like you've made a mistake when you burn it, but actually, that is crucial. Some of the ingredients can be a little bit pricey. So you have to use saffron as a rule. It gives it that yellowy colour and that uh, tangy taste. I always wondered what makes the rice go yellow. Yeah, some people use turmeric instead. Mm. Um, Isn't that really bad if you get it on your clothes? Yes, it's (gasps) fine. So you have to be a bit careful. Enter at your own peril. 
<laughs> Top tips from Matthew. <laughs> Domestic goddess. Um, so, Speaking of which, I think Nigella Lawson would love this. Absolutely. In fact, here's a challenge. The next part of your recipe, speak like Nigella would. Okay, let me get, let me get in character. <laughs> Saute your seafood. <laughs> Sounds a bit demonic, but creepy. Yeah, demon out. <laughs> demon out. I'll go for more of a Greg Wallace attempt. Okay, yeah, I can see that. It's the bald head, you know? <laughs> We love Nigella here, just to say, just to clarify. Hashtag love for Nigella. Love for Nigella. And Greg. So yeah, it's a pretty straightforward recipe. Mm. Um, I'll post a lot more detail when we post the full recipe on our Instagram page. There'll be quantities of things you need to use and timings. Um, All in all, I would say it takes about 40 minutes from start to finish, including prep time. That ain't bad. It's not bad, is it, for a good meal? Um, It's not far off Jamie Oliver's 30-minute meal, so... I know. Call me the naked chef. You're not... Thank you, Katie, for your recipe of <laughs> the week. And it's next week my turn to do the recipe of the week. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> it will be simple. Pray for us all. We'd like to leave you with our thought provoker of the week. We Isn't love that? provoking those thoughts. We do indeed. And Katie, you have come equipped to this podcast recording with a bit of thinking time. Yeah, so I thought we'd put in something a little bit philosophical, mm. a little bit to kind of make your brain work, especially if you're off work at the moment. Uh, it just keeps, you, keeps your mind sharp. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've yeah, I've been looking up some philosophical concepts, and this week I thought I'd focus on the idea that the best things in life are backwards. Backwards? Backwards. You can't go backwards. Can't go backwards. Hmm. So this is the idea that sometimes if we try too hard for things, actually our reward is lessened. So this comes from the Navy SEALs training. They are a very complex group, the Navy SEALs. They, the Navy SEALs? Yeah, Who are the Navy blooming SEALs? So they're like, they're basically like top level Navy spies and stuff. <gasps> they do, they're like, you know, really hardcore training. Oh it's goodness. really intense, you know. A category we will never be in. <laughs> We will never be in. So the Navy SEALs, they tie people to these weighted boards during the training. What? Yes, literally. And they (laughs) take them out on a boat and they chuck them out for nine minutes. They chuck Into the water, weighed down. Into the water, weighed down. So what they do is they test their kind of self-discipline. What they do is they throw them in the water and if they struggle, they actually lose their energy quicker and by trying to swim back to the surface, they are pulled down again and again so they can't get enough air for the five minutes that they should be holding their breath for because that's what Navy SEALs are trained to do. Right. So instead, what they're meant to do is lie completely still, let themselves sink to the bottom, which will then bounce them back up to the surface every five minutes so they can uh, they can breathe at the, at the surface, go back down for five more minutes and keep doing that. And then after nine minutes, they're removed. So the idea is that if they struggle... It's going to be a lot harder for themselves. So it's all about self-discipline. It's a bit like that bit in Harry Potter where... I love Hermione, that we've got a Harry Potter reference of here. Of course. Where Hermione tells the boys with the devil's snare not to struggle because okay. it'll only kill you faster. Uh, to and, relax. And then Ron really panics. Um, but Hermione doesn't. She goes straight through. So it's that kind of concept that if we if we fight for things too much... And that is the, that is the initial reaction we give when... Or yeah. we, we do, isn't it? When, when we think... We've got to do something. We think we need to do something. We need to try harder or do something even more so. Yeah, and and, and the analogy is if you shout twice as loud about something, it doesn't mean you're twice as heard. Um, mm. You know, if, if you put 
twice as much effort into loving someone, it doesn't make them twice as loved necessarily. And, so it's and a, actually it can go the other way. Yeah, so it's essentially that whole less is more Less is more, go theory. with the flow. It, it kind of is a bit Taoist in the sense. So if mm. you're familiar with Confucius or Lao Tzu, they both talk about the idea of going with the flow in Who? Chinese philosophy. <laughs> Confucius and Lao Tzu. Okay. Very famous Chinese philosophers, Matthew. Oh, well, I've learned something there. There you go. Thank so, you. yeah, they, they talk a lot about the concept of going with the flow. And that's the basic of mm. basis of uh, Taoism. And I think and that's... Yin and Yang. Oh, the yin and yang. And I think, that's, I think that's quite important linking to lockdown as well. And, you know, we are very much in a time where it's sometimes we think we need to we're doubting ourselves that we're not doing enough or we feel helpless because we can't be directly with those people that we we love and care for but actually sometimes it's relaxing a little bit and going with the flow going with the flow we know firsthand that's incredibly hard we're not those types of people usually we're very much organized and we need structure but and i think that's something we definitely learned from the first lockdown was just we just need to accept what's going on and except that we have to find for now a new routine and coping mechanism definitely yeah i think it's a really important lesson to be learned so something just to kind of provoke your brain into thinking i feel very provoked thank good. you good <laughs> in a positive way I hope. My, yeah very mindful yeah so it's just something to make you think well thank you very much katie for sharing that and i have some really sad news i feel very sad why because it's the end of the first podcast oh. how time flies <laughs> um, we'd just like to say a massive massive thank you to all of our listeners uh, we hope this podcast made you smile um, so please uh, use our Instagram page uh, Quarren Queens Pod and you can comment on our posts or direct message with your thoughts any other feedback you can also send to Podcast at gmail.com Basically, we hope it feels like you're under this table with us. <laughs> yes, because, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely place to be. Yeah, I mean, there is dark. a much room. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite small and dark, but we've coped well, I think. We've, we've been resourceful. Which is a lockdown value. Absolutely. Um, all that's left for us to say is please stay safe, please take care, and please keep in touch with as many people as possible during this very surreal but also real time. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Yas, Queen! Yes, queen.